All right, all right. We are here. It is time. So listen, summertime is all about fun in the sun, right? It's leisure, hopefully some travel, longer days to work hard, but of course to play harder, all right? So celebrations are formal or informal, and they're sort of a natural part of this season because the days are naturally longer. You know, that fun is very real, and celebration is very real, especially with the advent of social media. So look, don't get excited, okay? This is not an episode where we're gonna be bashing haters and talking bad about people. Instead, we're gonna be taking time to be protective habits and figure out the context for this type of behavior in the first place. Well, haters aren't born, they're created, okay? So, um, listen, if you're a person that struggles with FOMO, uh, so any type uh, of envy, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't call you a hater. You're just misunderstood. Let's go with that, okay? Or if you're in a space where you want to explore these feelings and that you might have, when you're talking about who you or someone you know, um, might have in a non-judgmental space, then keep it locked because this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is A Mother and a Daughter Truthful Chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs. Not only are we family, but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman. So you know how we do. We usually got mugs, but we got glasses today. So welcome to Triple Chats, okay? This is a podcast designed to get us to the ongoing practice of creating generational wellness. If you don't know what that is, there's more about it wherever you're watching us. Okay, so um, our channel is uh, Create Generational Wellness, but our, and so every single month we have a theme, and then our truthful, ch- our truthful chats, sorry, my brain, it's been truthful chats, uh, we unpacked that theme a little bit. So it is June, the theme is celebrate, to celebrate, and uh, today's episode is called Learning to Celebrate, because some of us need to learn how to celebrate, you know? Yep. So, in this last episode, we have discussion about why celebrations are important, <clears throat> how they build relationships, strengthen and connect us at very deep levels, uh, help us have a positive outlook on life, and it establishes traditions and legacies for you, your family, future generations going forward. And you know that's what we're about creating generational wellness. We sure are. So when we've been talking about this theme of celebration, right, we've sort of been focusing on the idea that, A, we take celebrations for granted. We kind of just get in the flow. Talked about that last episode. Check it out if you have not. And the idea that celebrations are really the best when they're uh, very intentional and very thoughtful, right? Because we're sort of in this practice of seeing one another in real time, celebrating each other wherever we are, whatever milestones we're celebrating. And we're saying that we see who this, this person is, whether it be ourselves or someone we're mm-hmm. celebrating, and that we are appreciating what their lives are saying, what their life is saying about them at this particular time, whether it's you completed this course or you reached your relationship goal or we're concluding the end of pounds. your life where you lost 20 pounds or whatever your thing is. And it's, you know, we've talked about this before and we don't like to be morbid, but it's true. Memory creation is a huge part of life. Like it's 
probably one of the things I hope we can take with us when we transition to the other side. So the more that we can celebrate ourselves, the people in our lives, and um, this life in general, give each other our flowers, right? While we're here, it just makes everything so much easier. It's so much lighter and so much happier, especially on the rough days. So we got to get Hello. better at the practice of celebrating each other, okay? All right. And before we go any further, we have a big celebration today. Hey. It is Jessica's birthday. Hey. Woo! Happy Drink birthday, to that. girl. Happy birthday. Drink Happy to that. Happy hey. birthday. So, yes. Mm. Your girl um, has made another year around the sun. This is 36. Hello. Shout out to the 87 babies. I love y'all. I see y'all. We are the best. No disrespect to the other 80s babies. It's something about 87. Okay. It's a special year. Gem Happy Gemini season, man. Gemini season is super lit. Okay. Um, a lot of people. Brian McKnight is a Gemini. Maxwell is a Gemini. Um, All your favorite Prince people. is a Gemini. Uh, the late great Tupac Amaru Shakur is a Gemini. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth is a Gemini. There's a lot. There's in, greatness in, in, in the Gemini seat. I, I share a birthday with uh, Kanye West, so I stretch our hands, you know, and pray for him. That's why <laughs> I can't fool with him sometimes. We're cut from the same celestial cloth, so I'm like, get together, yay. But happy birthday to him as well. So shout out to all the Geminis, <laughs> Tauruses, Cancers, Leos. Uh, all the summer babies. And yeah. I was supposed to be a Virgo, so shout out to the Virgos. All right. Anyway. So, in her honor, we're going to talk about how you can help the children in your life learn to celebrate others. Not only the children, but your inner child. Because some of us are suffering still from the birthday party that nobody came to or the birthday parties that our parents didn't give us because they didn't have no money, but we didn't know or whatever. So we might have some trauma around. You might be triggered. You know how they put the celebrations, birthdays, and that kind of thing, right? But again, for most of all, our concept of birthday of celebration is birthdays. birthdays. That's usually the first celebration. Celebration that you have. You have that. Uh, first birthday where the kid smashes the cake. They don't know nothing Smash that's cakes. going on, but. It looks like fun, and there are a lot of people smiling and clapping and looking at you. So you remember that feeling, even if you don't remember what it was All about. You just you just know that was special, and and you know for the first five years, most of the time your birthday is totally lit. Now once you get past five, people kind of start like, okay, we only celebrating the big birthdays, five, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, or it whatever. Also depends on your economic situation. Do what's right for you or your family. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's our our first memory. Our forte, our, our, our entrance into celebration. You feel loved, you feel seen, you feel appreciated. And that's what's important. But now as kids get older, things start to change, as I said. And I'm sure that all of us have been to one of those birthday parties. Or we've seen them on the gram because they be circulating. Where there is that kid. You know the kid I'm talking about? The one that cannot let the birthday child shine at all. They got to be in front of the cake. They could be a sibling. Please they can that. blow out the candle before the child gets to blow the candle out. They want to open all the presents. When they taking pictures, they crying, trying to get in the front, doing a pose in front of the <laughs> child. That's, you know. And trauma is a trigger for me. And some of y'all were that kid. No disrespect. I <laughs> know you were that kid. So, or you might have that kid. You know what I mean? You, or you might have that kid. You might have that kid right now. So we're gonna try to help you see how you can, you know, get that out of your life if it's stuck in there somewhere, right. and also help your child to develop and not be that way. And you know, this is a judgment-free zone. Okay, so we're not judging y'all if we. 
called you, you out. If, you, yeah. if your toes if got you stepped went, on, oh. ooh, that's me. We're not trying to call you out, okay? Judgment-free zone. We're trying to put context, remember, detective heads, on how this type of behavior happens, okay? So most of us, anything and everything usually starts in childhood, right? That's our first, again, forte and trunks into the world where we start learning things. And we ain't got to tell nobody this. Uh, you don't know that when you're a kid, but if you've ever watched kids, been around kids, they're just inherently selfish. They're inherently selfish beings. Um, everything about is about them. Can you blame them? I mean, human children are probably more, more the most defenseless, helpless of uh, the mammal species in terms of, you know, dolphin babies, like you got to swim right then, you know, uh, elephant babies, you got to walk right then. Human babies, <laughs> it take a little time. One or two, you're at home, you know, depending on your situation with them. Somebody is, is about catering them. to your, cater to you, you cater to your every whim. Um, let me cater to you, but it's a baby. Okay. So, it's really common. Like we can't blame them for like wanting all of the attention for themselves. Right. But some children really, they really struggle with that. Um, I want the spotlight all the time thing, which, you know, middle kids, shout out to y'all. It's a strange you, dynamic. You know, the older kid too, you go from being the only kid to then, you know, you second fiddle, but they give you responsibility. And then, you know, if you're a middle kid, you just kind of end that thing. But anyway, there's a reason that these things start to occur, right? So pay attention if it's a child that you're rearing, responsible for cater to auntie nieces whatever or perhaps it was you okay so that behavior comes or because is you that was was right. you or okay. is you okay um they may feel insecure and, and inadequate this is uh from the experts okay reading them so i know they're right they may feel like they need to prove their worth by constantly being the center of attention definitely know there's some adults that struggle with that uh they lack empathy and don't understand how their actions affect other people that ain't just kids. Um, and then some people, it doesn't help, unfortunately, in the world that we live in because we see everybody's lives all the time. Highlights, of course. People are competitive, right? They're very, very, very competitive with one another. And, and in some cases, being competitive is, is a good thing. It's a good thing. You're it depends. Athlete or whatever. But it depends. just in life in general, you need to, you know. If you ain't about to go hoop and you being competitive, you being competitive about an outing, Come on, dog. Like we we doing too much. You being competitive about shoes, whatever. They, come on, okay. So, um, there's reasons for that, right? And it's important to teach your kids uh, empathy, kindness, right? Humans, empathy, <coughs> kindness. So many of the things that we struggle with could be uh, resolved in the world if you do that. So we're gonna run through a couple of these, okay? Everyone should be encouraged, no matter their age to find what they're good at and be encouraged mm -hmm. in what they're good at. We talked we talked about that a few times yeah. here. Um because life really is not a competition, okay? Ain't nobody out here racing to the grave that I know of, okay? You don't get no uh you don't get to run across no red tape. Ain't nobody going to put no wreath in your hand and no crown unless you're going to see the king and then, you know, it is what it is. But that's really Jesus's coronation ceremony. It's not really about you, okay? <laughs> um anyway, at at the at the very least you'll get a well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, you ran the race, you kept the faith. Hopefully. Jumbotron moments in heaven are real. Maybe I'll talk about that on another episode. Anyway, life's really not a competition, okay? So everybody's doing the best that they can. They live in life doing what they got to work with. What they can, with what they got to work with, whatever their abilities, skills, and all of those things, okay? And if you're the person that's already always competing with somebody, you always just got something to say about somebody, something, okay? Again, not judging, just saying. Um, you probably are not really social, 
because people get tired you, of that. People get tired of that. And um, it shows a guardedness. You know when they say like in order to uh be have friends, you gotta show yourself friendly. Show yourself Is that friendly. in the Bible? I don't know. You know you mixing things up. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you can be that kind of person where if you always guarded or always in competition, and people don't really like to like be around that stuff. So it's really a lesson in just enjoying where you are and yeah. what you have and who you are. And that takes a lot of inner work, self-work. So yeah. saying that. And stop comparing this. Again, I'm always coming from a perspective. <clears throat> Stop comparing your children to other, um, especially your siblings. Like, um, if one does something well and the other does something well, celebrate that. And if they don't, um, figure out how you can encourage them in what it is that they're uh, not great at. And then you teach the siblings to encourage that child instead of pointing a finger and telling that child, you so stupid or you, whatever. Yeah. You can't do that to your kids and you can't do it to each other. And cause that's not celebration. That's not celebration. That's tearing people down. Ridicule. That's not what we want. Now, granted, do. we've all fall, fallen victim to that. So falling short of the glory. we've all fallen short of the glory. So, mm -hmm. you know, give each other grace, apologize if you mess up, you know what I mean? It's it's a thing, but- You don't want, you want, you don't want to breed the seeds of jealousy. Or make that part of your family culture. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of stories in the Bible about that. Um, next up, remind your kid of their strengths, where they shine and the potential that you see in them, right? Um, and that goes for all of us, right? Everybody's good at something, right? Everybody is has some sort of gift some sort of thing they're extra extra special at but you got to pay attention to what it attention. is that's my motto pay attention please mm -hmm. to and to yourself this ain't just for the babies okay it's also <laughs> for you you know and ask people in your life like what am i good at you know for the times where we all go through rough patches where we start feeling bad about ourselves and talking down about ourselves um and again not just for yourself but look for the opportunities to spotlight and highlight other people yeah. okay because if you model that type of behavior typically the people who are watching you or following after you or mm -hmm. whatever, um, will begin to do that as well. So focusing on, you know, your coworkers, uh, your friends, uh, your siblings, um, celebrating people in all shapes, sizes, and forms, and not just for big stuff, but daily stuff. You know, we're big about daily wins on over here. So um, you yeah. gotta you gotta show the kid everything isn't about them, just like you gotta show you everything ain't about you all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So listen to other people, encourage them to it. listen when other people are talking, genuinely listen, not just mm -hmm. for one up. I was reading an like article. Engage. Yeah, I was reading an article and this lady was talking about her kids were in the car and one of them said they went to uh, Disneyland or something with their ground. Then the other kids said, I went to Legoland. And the other kids said, I went to Legoland and my grandma bought me a set of Legos or whatever. It was like never, oh my goodness, what did you do at Disneyland? Did you have a good time? What was your favorite ride? Whatever. Nobody asked that question. All they wanted to do was talk about one up and one up. For something they didn't up, pay for, by the way. One up. So um, when you hear that in conversations um, with your children, try and back it up and talk to them about why it's important to listen to what the other person said and acknowledge what the other person said and celebrate it if you can. And that's right. probably a learned behavior. So, you know, that's just something to watch out for if you notice <clears> that, okay? Um, explain to your child, the children in your life, that everybody is unique, right? Everybody has different gifts, talents, something special to offer. 
Um, and to appreciate and celebrate those differences. I think it's cool, especially, I feel like the Zennials, is that what they are, Generation Z? They really got this down, right? Because they're really in the age of tolerance, okay? Everything is is tolerance. Uh, race race is getting better. Um, That's probably one time in trouble. Well, in the, old, in the older generations, I think the, the yeah, Zennials, they're like, this is my white friend, my black friend, and my Spanish friend. They don't really get it 100%, right? Um, some of that is lack it's of history. Some of it is lack of history, but we'll get into that later. Mom, why do you um, call them? Right. So, uh, you know, now there's gender identity and sexual identity and how people identify that way. We also say this is Pride Month, okay? Some of y'all be really like, every Pride, y'all act like Pride's not happening. You act like people do not have different alternative families. You act like your kids don't go to school with people that have alternative families, Come on. okay? So all we're saying is, just make your kid aware of what's going on. We're not saying you got to be for it or against it. Just let them know that it exists. Don't just be at home acting like you live in some fantasy bubble world of what's going on, okay? Let the people or, who- Or in Florida. Fantasy Enough bubble said. world, do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, so, you know, let the people for pride celebrate their identity, okay? It ain't got nothing to do with you and mind your business. Stop thinking everybody's trying to do something evil to your children, like, okay? Stop thinking that if somebody is different, and we're gonna talk about this a little bit more in a minute, that somehow it's going to impact you. Their difference is going to impact, impact you. you. Mind your business. It may, Mind it your not. business. It's, okay? it's not. And when it impacts you, then that's the time you need to right. talk about it. But if everyone is... That's just my opinion. Hey, you got your. But if everyone is consenting adult doing what they want to do, there's really nothing you can say. Okay? Yeah. Live your life. A Shout out to T.I. and Rihanna. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, here's another way that you can teach your children to start celebrating other people. Let them start with somebody close to them. Like if they have, especially siblings, you should really start at any point in time, all the time. If a sibling does something well, then you start to uh, teach them how to celebrate that or say, good job. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about when uh, Jordan got his car. Uh, we have some friends in the and the oh yeah and the oldest child shout out shout out to the mothers shout out to the mother the oldest child got a car and the youngest child was like great job great job she, didn't she, didn't, the she was like congratulations she was just like she didn't know what but she say. had all the celebration and all the kudos down for her big brother she didn't quite understand the car yeah she yeah. was like great job. so anyway I'm saying that to say when start with people they love. They will understand how to celebrate somebody they love. You could tell them, we love this person. You care about them. How do you think they feel when we say good things to them, this, that, and the other? And once you start to do- And how would it make you feel? And how would it make you feel? And so then once you start to do that with somebody close to them, it's then easier to let them understand how that skill translates to the world, not just to the people they know. And so it'll make your child grow up to be a little bit more generous. A little kind, kind, have empathy for other people. So, and while we're on that, empathy for other people is important because I think we there's like a normal <laughs> that we all feel is like a normal thing. Yeah. But if you really think about it, are any of us really normal mm -hmm. on the, on paper, like in the textbook definition of whatever that is? We're all diverse. We're all different. You have people and families who have children with special needs, right? So you really got to really encourage and celebrate um, those kids, right, or those people and encourage the siblings to do that as well. So just saying the spectrum of what's normal is very, very, there is no cookie cutter thing, right? So let's just celebrate everybody and encourage everybody in whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Right?
Um, another way to help your child and is to model the behavior modeling <clears throat> um, that you want to see. So for example, life is not fair. We all know that. Sometimes there's a promotion you rightfully should have gotten or, um, you know, some, <laughs> I know I still have a little trauma. trauma. Um, or let's see, what's another example of, um, you know, you thought, you were gonna get a gift from somebody, it's your birthday, and you thought, it's your birthday, and you expecting somebody gonna give me a card or a gift or- My love language is quality time, so. Exactly, which <laughs> we're spending a lot of today and every day. But anyway, life isn't fair. Sometimes things just don't go the way that you expect they were gonna go. And that, how you- Process that and Process deal with that. that, the attitude that you have about it, what you say about it that your child is overhearing, um, starts to develop their behavior. They do what they see, as we all know. So um, be careful with that. And be careful. yeah, they might not get picked for the basketball team or they might not get first chair in the orchestra or whatever, but your job is to help them celebrate where they navigate. are and navigate through that and celebrate the other person that did get it. And you can Nobody be, likes a hater. Period. You can be happy for somebody else. And you it can don't be happy and it, it don't kill you. Right. As Mama Tina once told Beyonce, you can be super talented and big up other talented girls, and it does not diminish your shine. Which Absolutely. is why they're messing it up on a Renaissance tour right now. Okay. <laughs> all the girls. Hello, all the girls. Okay. All right. So you're going to celebrate your child's accomplishments. That's true. But acknowledge others, celebrate others, show them how to do that. If your girlfriend or Somebody gets engaged. That's the one right there where the people be getting and engaged. And the bridesmaids. And you've been waiting to get engaged. You know what I mean? You're like, if I put on another bridesmaid's dress. But you still Don't be a hater. celebrate Nobody likes that a hater. person. All right? Um, let them hear you big up your friends, your significant other, your compliment somebody else's outfits. You know, okay, okay, and let them see and hear you thanking people when people do things for you, even soft things like opening the door at the grocery store or, you know, um, helping an elderly person, just help you see other people and what's going on. Yeah. Pay attention, pay acknowledge attention. it, say something, let your children hear you say something so they understand that's a way of life. That's what we do. All right. Big thanks. Now, um, I'm gonna talk about this just a little bit. Uh -oh. Let 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 them see you having a good time with your friends. That's really important. You go out with your friends, but then don't come home and talk trash about the friends that you were just with because we your won't kids fall in short. Hear that, <laughs> and they see that, and that makes them not trust that relationships are steady, right? And subconsciously, they think if you could be with somebody laughing and talking, ki ki ki, and la 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 and then come home and talk about them, they think that you could do that about them. And you might be doing this, so we all so, short. Yes, you don't want your kid to think, well, when I go to school, mom and dad probably be talking trash about me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't create a safe space for your children. And you want to create a space, a safe space. If they see that you have jealous, catty kind of friendships, it doesn't gel. It's lost in translation. Yeah. And that's not, it's to not say, solid. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like it's the standard is not perfection, right? Like we all we all have fallen short. We all go mess up, have messed up, right? But I think also it is 
being like, I'm so sorry, I modeled the wrong behavior. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Acknowledge the fact that, you know what? I should not have said that. Blah, blah, blah. Here's what I was feeling that made me say that. Here's now. You got to be in touch with your star player. You got to be in touch with your star, star player to player. do that on the inside yes. to know why did I say that? Why was I talking about that person? This, that, and the other. And so hopefully as you're modeling this for your child, it's unlearning some behavior things that might not be the best for you to have, right? Because Everybody wants to be safe. Everybody wants to have a safe space. They want to know their safe spaces in the world and they can belong to them. More importantly, that they can create them. So teach your child how to create a safe space for others. By the way, you create a safe space for them. Big facts. Right? And safe spaces to talk trash too. You know what I mean? Like so, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you so, need Sometimes it. you need a place, you need a space and a place to vent, but you also, again, gotta be in touch with your star player to be like, okay, I may have said it in the wrong way, but like, what was I really trying to feel about? Yeah. Like articulate about yeah. this, right? So, you know, sometimes that comes through talking. There might be a little trash talking. And look, again, uh, ain't nobody perfect over here. We just saying, this is what you should be striving for. And if you aim at that thing, and you miss a little bit, you could always come back. Um, so I say to that, like, I think one of the things that you model for me well is to have good relationships with your girlfriends in terms of like, my mom and her friends, like my auntie, could not be more different. Like, you know what I mean? In a lot of ways, they're the same. They all love Jesus, right? Um, they all love niggas. Um, sorry. <laughs> people, human, men in, in general. We love people. I mean, I meant niggas as in men specifically, but also <laughs> people in general, right? Sorry. It just came out that way. It's my birthday. It's her birthday. Mom. She can do what she wants. And I ain't been drinking. I knew you were going to say that. Anyway, um, and you know, they raise kids, so they have all kinds of stories and all kinds of things, but like, even when they were like sort of on the outs or the fritz or whatever, like they're never like mean and intentionally catty or like bad mouthing each other. You know what I mean? Like they've always sort of created like safe spaces to be able to like and we're, talk, pretty, talk we're pretty honest with each other. That could be petty. That could be petty. Right? No, but we will say, you know what? I don't, I don't. I'm just going to say this. They'd be like, don't, don't, I'm, I'm just, just going to say, say this. this. And it stays right here. And then they say their thing. But to, uh, to each other too. Like if we have, you know, things that we feel the other person might have a blind spot about, let's just say that. Like we're pretty open and honest to say, I don't know if you thought about this, you can mm. do what you want to with it or this, that, and the other. But. This is what I see. Open communication. Open communication. Yes. And so, and we, a lot of us, you know, my tight girls, we've been friends 35, 40 years. And I told you, me and my friends been friends not quite that long, but you know, at least 20, 20, yeah, at least 20. So, but that only happens because you have those kind of, I don't think if I had not had that kind of, those kind of relationships model for me, that wouldn't be my expectation for friendships. Yeah. And that's for guys and girls. You know what I mean? There's just certain things that I just, and I come from a community of like, artists who all grew up together, you know what I mean, in New York in the 20s, and like they all had those kind of relationships. The 20s? I mean, I'm sorry. You were watching that? No, 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 no. I didn't mean to say in the 20s. I mean in, in their, their 20s. 20s. Oh, okay. So okay. they were growing up in the 70s oh, and 80s in their 20s. Sorry, yes. I almost spoke. I told you it's been a long week. I mean, my brain, I'm not a little tired. <laughs> but anyway, they grew up in their 20s 
in New York in the 70s and 80s with these sort of started relationships too. So that's just sort of like my extended family. Extended and we family. celebrated. We celebrated each other a lot. We just celebrated a lot, period. For all kinds of things. There's <laughs> epic stories told about some of your faves in Hollywood that you know we'll keep confidential to protect the innocent. But that's just the culture. Okay. So saying all that to say is um, you know. If you messed up, no worries. This is a safe space and we're not being judgmental. Um, but you can't create a space, but safe space if you never had a safe space. So even yeah. as you heard, hear us talk about this, if you're like, man, I've never had that. Use some of the things we talking about and uh, start, start to, to create. Start to create start generational to create wellness. wellness okay? Start to create safe spaces. So that's why I said we're not judging. We're not blaming. We just out here giving information. OK. Um, and then this is just a thing in general. Haters are born their bread. Okay, jealousy is a human emotion. It's in the Bible. Um, God created it a lot. It is one of the seven deadly sins, right? But the jealousy monster can't be fed. Okay, it ain't like you know that one little that tinge in your heart that you feel when you saw like a little shop of horror. Yeah, when you saw that little Instagram post or so and so, oh, they got engaged and I'm still single. Whatever your thing is, or like you know something is really mine are the trips really really or yours is the trips. oh my god she want to be traveling i listen every promo every FOMO. instagram trip where the people are on the beach and the yeah. thing is blowing and whatever i'm like lord yeah. i need to go if your boys is on mm -hmm. you know your homeboys is on a trip and you know you had to work you like ah oh, i wish i was there and you scrolling like you know acknowledge the tinge but don't take it further, right? Because then you start feeding the jealousy monster and that can uh, escalate into other kinds of things. So just be, you know, self-aware about uh, creating safe space and not feeding the jealousy and the monsters that exist inside of us all. Because we're all capable. Amen. We might not have done it, but we're all capable. All right. So whether you're teaching the children in your life, how teaching to the kids. learn to celebrate or you are unlearning and relearning for yourself, higher learning how to celebrate it's important to remember that it's all a process doesn't happen overnight you gotta like move through it say oh my gosh i'm doing that oh i don't want to do that oh what Trigger. can i do Trigger. to not do that Trigger. um and in your child when you see it and they start running up to blow out the candle and it ain't their cake pause honey. pause you know come hey, over yo. talk about it's gonna be your birthday soon and this and that and yeah whatever. don't be the parent just letting the kid act crazy <clears throat> just please please so you know learn how to do this learn how to do take baby steps it takes time it takes practice it might take a good therapist. therapy if I you can realize therapy if you realize that you have pushed down a lot of things where you didn't feel celebrated and acknowledged and it's impacting the way you live your life. Hey. Talk about somebody. Talk about it with somebody. All right. Be patient, consistent in your approach. Um, you want to develop bonds of and connections. That's the point. You want to. You want to build you have, bonds. Really. You want to build connections. We saw in the pandemic how important connections are and how much we missed them when we couldn't have them in whatever form. Um, so it's really important to do something to ensure that, that you're building like those bonds. Um, be sure that you are, you know, talking about positive emotions, doing things that cause positive emotions, because this is going to build stronger and healthier relationships. You if don't want to have a strong, healthy. dysfunctional relationship. 
you want to have a strong, functional, and healthy relationship. So you got to pay attention. You got to make little changes that lead into big changes, get into different habits. And um, hopefully this is going to help you develop in your life, have a more positive outlook, and teach your children that and pass that down from generation to generation to generation. I'm thinking of a family right now that um, the Saxons, I love the way that their generations celebrate each other. They celebrate each other. It's just a beautiful thing. And so you want to be, you know, part of their world. But anyway, you want to Shout out to Little Mermaid. If Shout out to Little Mermaid. It, you ain't really, seen it. Really they misstep. They gave Erica a song. That's the only misstep, but it's a great time. Celebration. So we're celebrating Halle Bailey. Amen. Yes. Okay. Amen. We are. But anyway, I'm saying that to say create in your family a lineage and a culture of celebration. Culture of celebration. It's really, really important. And um, if you feel like you didn't have that in your childhood, it's okay. It ain't too late, baby. In your family, you you have the information, like as they say, you heard it. You're responsible for it. You can do something about it if you choose to. All right. So I said, well, no. And that's all a part of creating generational wellness. So we hope we helped you today. Yeah. And we hope that you're gonna stick around because we're gonna continue to talk about how to celebrate ourselves, others, heal, so that we can have more cultures of celebration out there in friendships, relationships, marriages, all the things. Um, but how are you going to know? And how are you going to know you can wear, come, and hear the new episodes? If you haven't subscribed to us on the YouTube channel, follow us on IG, follow us on Facebook, fan base, we are at Create Generational Wellness platform. And if you are listening to this somewhere, please leave us a review. That's the way you can help me I think on Apple Podcasts, I think they got stars or something, so hit that like. And, uh, you know, leave something in the comments for you girls, okay? We, we're doing it. All right? So with we that, are, I'm out. But anyway. We're going to keep celebrating the birthday, Yay. girl. Birthday and time. we will see you guys next week. <laughs>